0: Hi, welcome to Not Another Marketing Podcast, where I'm talking to Matt Ranter, who's the head of practice for digital transformation, e-commerce and strategy with digital marketing consultants Nimble Gravity. Now, this week, we're talking Google's link spam update and uh, some backlink strategy as well. Thanks for downloading. Now, website backlinks are a nightmare, aren't they? Uh, They're difficult to get. Are you getting enough of them? Are you getting the right ones? Will Google like them? Ugh, man, it's too hard, isn't it? It Really is. Uh, So help is at hand from Matt Ranter, who's the head of practice for digital transformation, e-commerce and strategy with digital marketing consultants Nimble Gravity. Now, we talk about Google's recent link spam update, which happened kind of at the end of 2022, beginning of 2023 um, what good and bad backlinks actually are, what do they look like, and some strategy talk about as well about how to generate links. So you can find Matt on LinkedIn, also on the Nimble Gravity website. There's links in the show notes, so give him a quick tap. Can I quickly mention that Not Another Marketing Podcast is ad-free? Love it if you could give the pod a quick shout on social media. Subscribe via your favourite podcast app. You can find more episodes at jtid.co.uk forward slash Podcasts. Now, the first thing I asked Matt was to kind of explain what this Google link spam update thing was all about.
1: Yeah, so, you know, maybe we should just, for the audience, um, make sure that everybody is aware of what we mean when we're saying link spam, right? Mm. So, let's just frame that with its you know out of context links on on websites or within forums or comments you know you probably see this and i think a lot of people probably come across it in a place like an instagram post or whatever a social media yeah. post where it's open to the public and somebody comes in and they you know drop a completely out of context comment and it's got a link off to a website and then you know, they disappear and you maybe see that same kind of behavior across a lot of public links. Or another variation of it that had become, you know, even more prevalent, uh, you know, up until recently was people putting out of context links inside of blog articles. Yeah. And a lot of the times those blog articles were not even actually, you know, very good articles. Sure. They were extremely poorly written, very short, and then had you know one or or more links off to things that were completely irrelevant. They're the kind of content that somebody would would get away from. Yeah, and I think you know what Google has done is they're trying to fight that with a, a you know an AI based um, platform that they have called Spam Brain, and it's going out and it's directly crawling all of these different kinds of you know links and these different pages, whether they're social, whether they're blogs, whatever it be, and it's looking for those and it's understanding that contextually this link and the content that is you know listed at the, at the end of that link aren't relevant to the user
0: sure.
1: and they aren't actually very helpful and therefore it's just spam and it shouldn't be something that's considered for, for SEO ranking. Right. And that's that's really what's going on. And I think it couples really well um, with, you know, the also fairly recent, you know, late 2022 helpful content update. Sure. Yeah. It feels like there's a whole drive across Google to make everything much more clean, contextual and actually very relevant and helpful to the user.
0: Yeah. So so links, do they still really matter to you, your ranking?
1: Yeah, they absolutely do. I mean, you know this. There's more than two hundred uh, different ranking yeah. factors, but some of the some of the top ones are things like quantity of backlinks. You know, referring uh, IPs are a, a little bit more important in you know the mind of most SEOs, um, but also quantity of backlinks actually does really play into. Uh, the the amount of you know position that, you, that you're that you going to gain in seo so they matter but i think that people really are going to have to focus on truly relevant truly helpful mm. links and not just kind of you know spraying and praying so yeah. to speak yeah and yeah, yeah. their I- approach to um how they're building backlinks?
0: Yeah, I like I like the phrase "out of context links." That that really makes sense to me. That 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 there is some sort of con- context to it. There's a reason for the link being on a page. It's not just there for the hell of being there. Do you think Do you think AI and all this content that it's apparently writing? Do you think that's going to make things worse?
1: Uh, for a while, probably mm. it will. Yeah. So I, until we until we as a collective group of you know SEO experts and internet marketers and and you know kind of digital business practitioners in total learn how to really utilize that that AI I, I think yeah. that it truly will and you know we recently did some research uh, into generative AI you know the type of AI that can create content whether that be written or image or video yeah. or voice or whatever and You know, you're absolutely right. It is totally being um, utilized by people to create content. Sometimes it's being utilized by people to create content that they claim was their own work. Sure, yeah. And at the same time, people don't understand the usage rights of the content they're creating. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. So here's where I think that creates problems, John, is I think if you go in and imagine you're somebody like an event planner. Yeah, and you let's just say you you plan birthday parties for people, and you go in and you say uh, to a generative AI like a ChatGPT or something, you say, "Give me ten ideas for a ten-year-old birthday party. Give me ten ideas for an eleven-year-old birthday party. Give me ten you know ideas for a twelve-year-old yeah. girl's birthday party." And you get five hundred event planners that do that, sure. and they aren't. Very skilled or unique with the way they're writing the prompt, yeah. then if they wind up getting all the same content or very highly similarly content, that's going to be scored very poorly by search engines, right? Sure. And also, from a usage right standpoint, if you ask a very simple query, something like, What color is the sky? Hmm. The sky is blue, is the answer. <laughs> if it gives that same answer to somebody else you don't own the rights to actually claim that as your own yeah, and yeah, i think a lot of yeah. people will try to copyright the outputs of generative ai yeah and not understand that they actually can't do that
0: can't do that yeah it's i know it, it's the, the right side of it is there's going to be new laws having to be written i think over the next um the next few years it's kind of like cuz you mentioned the out of context thing of like finding an article um uh, a rubbish article which somebody has created just for the hell of sticking a link in it and it talks yeah. nonsense and then there's a link. With the AI, it's talking slightly less nonsense. It, will Google be able to identify, do you think, that this is still actually a little bit of nonsense?
1: I think they will. You know, Obviously, they're participating in, in similar AIs with uh, BARD and, and things like that. And I think that they're going to have to to mm. maintain... Um, respect and trust in the platform right Um, that's already kind of um, being splintered away right because younger generations don't actually use google in the same way that say you know baby boomers gen xers uh, do right they're actually turning to places like tiktok uh, in order to actually do searches and get results and, and trusted opinions back So a platform like Google is really gonna have to step up and validate these kinds of things. And there are already tools being created. So OpenAI that creates ChatGPT has created a tool to help identify when AI has been involved in writing the content. GPT Zero is one of these platforms as well that was started by people outside of of, uh, OpenAI. And there are other tools that identify when content has been written or is suspected to have been written by, by an AI and that's going to have to be built into the spidering process in my opinion and and the crawling process. And an evaluation is going to have to be done of was this, you know, human generated content or at least human edited, right? Yeah. 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 Because let's be honest, you know, generative AI isn't necessarily a bad thing sure if you can write a really unique prompt get an answer put some human eyes on it modify it fact mm. check it make it so that it's you know really good it's a it's a very good productivity tool that will allow people to scale their operations in, in some very massive ways but I think people are going to have to be really smart on all ends of the spectrum to figure out how to you know utilize it, correct yeah
0: yeah it's good to know that that is happening because it, because I would imagine google with the spam updates and things google looks for content which is rubbish with links in it i presume uh-huh. so, it, it, so so if they can still find this rubbish content but it's not so rubbish then that's probably a good thing um do, do link do, does google still penalize you because i mean i'm going i mean i'm old so i kind of like go back to what they called I think it was the Penguin update or something, oh, which yeah. was back in 2008, 9, 10, 11, something like that. And and that was actually a penalty, wasn't it? You know, if you bought links, if you did bad things with links, right, then Google would penalise your ranking. They would, they could even remove you from the search listings. Do they still penalise you? Or is it, have we moved to a point where they just don't count it?
1: Well, you know, if, if you read... Um what Google has stated about things, they're saying they disregard it, right? Um, and they aren't necessarily coming out and saying we'll just, dis- you know, we'll definitively penalize you. But then, if you go and you look at places like Twitter or you know articles from mm. you know search engine land, journals, all kinds of things, yeah. right? You'll find that there's a whole variety of impacts that have happened. Due to not only that update, but every update, right? And so I think what it really comes down to is how much of your SEO strategy was built around something like that, right? Was that the majority of how you were building backlinks and now they all of a sudden disregard it? Yeah, you're probably going to fall down the rankings. Yeah. They aren't necessarily actively like targeting you, but you're probably going to find that it has you know consequences uh, yeah. for, for what's going on.
0: Yeah. yeah, so it, they they don't count it in a way cuz I was cuz I I think the problem they had was this this kind of like um they were using a stick instead of a carrot. So yeah. so in, instead of like saying you'll get higher in the rankings if you build nice links, they were saying we'll will hit you if you don't do links properly. And and there is a, a subtle psychological difference to that, isn't there, I think?
1: yeah there definitely is I think right now they're saying you don't get either the stick or the carrot mm. which isn't very motivating right yeah uh, but but I I think what people need to realize is that the carrot is still available so right. to speak yeah right yeah.
0: so so how how should we go about a backlink strategy kind of like in in 2023 uh, I mean is it is it about Outreach is it old school public relations is it buying links places what i mean how do you go about it now
1: yeah yeah well for one i would never buy links no. right like uh d- don't do that um old old school seo still works 100 yep. right like if you pick out a, a, a great term and you have a focused blog on it uh and you write correctly and you go and you submit it for indexing like you can still get terms and hit first page in less than a day right sure. like it's yeah. still possible yeah and there are some terms obviously that are uh, super saturated and that's going to be substantially more difficult with but i think those those practices really work i think people need to focus on being highly relevant, being very helpful, focusing on the good content that they have, maybe updating that versus like, oh, let's write a brand new article mm. and just proliferate a, a ton of content. That isn't necessarily helpful, right? To, to give people overwhelming choice. Sure. What's helpful is to give them really solid, good information. And then, you know, things like you know pr relationships right and getting getting mentions getting links uh you know quite frankly doing things like podcasting yeah um brings relevance participating yeah. in social media um with a high cadence and getting links shared there brings relevance um you, you know establishing a good rapport with with reporters who write about the topics and subjects that exist within your industry and getting them to drive really relevant links like those things are are definitely important trading with your supplier partners your vendor partners and and having contextual relevance doing things like white papers and case studies with you know with your partners and vendors are going to be really good ways of getting highly relevant, highly contextual, very helpful links that are going to continue to, to have, you know, a good backlinking strategy. Yeah. Does that mean that you can't go out and kind of, um, work with other people to do things like guest posting or to, you know, ask them for a link? No, but Mm. you gotta be careful about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be, indiscriminate in your
0: asks yeah it's it's weird isn't it because you, you, you're talking about increasing the discover the discovery of, of your content mm-hmm. um by using social media by using all sorts of different tools we can we can like push our content out there but that doesn't necessarily mean somebody's going to link to it does it i mean there's should we be actively going out and trying to get people to link to it should we should we be phoning them up should we be emailing them
1: yeah, hundred percent. Right. Like, especially when it's press vendors, partners, you know, mm. super relevant people, uh, you know, industry contacts, um, you know, businesses that are aligned with yours but aren't competitive uh, these kinds of things there's no reason not to ask in those scenarios right and not to have you know an email and a follow up and you know even a phone call if appropriate it just you know speaking of that kind of thing if you look at the the psychology and the science of persuasion hmm. um which is a, a real thing right yeah, yeah it's it's much harder to say no to somebody on a phone call yeah um it's yeah it, it's even harder to say no to somebody in person. Um, and so, like, those kinds of things are going to have a greater impact. But yes, you should still be doing these things. You just should be doing it with, you know, maybe more consideration, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because it's really easy to delete an email <laughs> well, yep. when it says, please link to me. Very simple. Um, so, should do you think we should hire somebody to do this? Link building for us because we're ending up. We could end up going down all sorts of, of places. Just before we started recording, I, I mentioned to you that I, I had a chat with a with a with somebody who gave me a call and said, "Can you have a look at what this SEO agency is doing for me?" And and I kind of like said, "Do they have a login to your website?" And I said, "No." And I thought, I thought then, what are they doing if they don't even have a login to the website? I can't even you know update anything on the website. What are they doing? And all they were doing was building links. They were taking money for building links, and the links they were building were exactly what you said on completely random. WordPress posts so what kind of questions would you ask of someone you ask like a link building company if they approach you
1: yeah um what types of links are mm. you providing to, to to partners um can you give me you know some recent examples uh in in volume right like I don't want just two or three links I want you to show me a list of a couple hundred um I want yeah. referrals like, I want to talk to some of your clients and, and understand that, uh, understand how they're rated as an organization, check out their reviews, you know, do your, do your due diligence on an organization before you start, you know, trusting them to do that on behalf of your organization. I would then also have a very high cadence of check-in with them in the early days, right? Of sure. like, you know, hey... Every week right now, as we start, I want to go through what the links are that you're greening for us, what's going on. Then, you know, slowly over time, you could reduce the cadence of those meetings and get to a point where you're, you're trusting them more, but still constantly verifying what's going on. At the same time, if it were me, you know, I would... I would invest in like a market intelligence tool, like an SEM rush or um, a Moz or an AH refs or something like that. And I would be watching, you know, and you can you can even just do this in, in Google Search Console too. Um, I would be watching what are the backlinks that we're that we're starting to get, where is traffic coming yeah. from, right, and validating that that aligned with whatever that provider was giving to you, right? Because sure. you wouldn't want to be receiving one list that said, "Hey, everything's great," and at the same time on the back end. There's a whole volume of other links that they're not actually showing you that they're they're trying to utilize to help you know boost your SEO, even though it's not going to happen. Um, that are that are poor, and you know if that's occurring, going and challenging them, right? Yeah, it's it, it's the kind of thing you're going to have to do right now.
0: Yeah. So. One question I always like like to say to, to folks who who ask, who ask me about, about links is is ask yourself, um, would I get any business from this link yeah but because yeah. if the answer is no then you're out of context aren't you
1: yeah yeah you totally are and and I love that question because mm. it rings so true to me in a framework that I've kind of utilized in how I look at digital in total right like can yeah. you take that experience and put it into the real world yeah and it's it's the same thing like could, could a friend say to you know, somebody they've just met, hey, you really need to check out this business uh, that my friend John runs. I really think he could help you grow your business. And that's the kind of thing as a referral in person it's probably going to get somebody to actually pick up the phone or visit your website or whatever. Mm. And that should be the same kind of power that that link has, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if a friend of yours is at a cocktail party and they walk around the room and they're just like shouting, hey, check out John. Yeah, like, yeah. That has zero value, yeah, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. And also I suppose if you go kind of like old school marketing before the internet, you, you wouldn't put you wouldn't put adverts for your cat food in, in dog weekly.
1: Right. right you know,
0: yeah, you'd put, you'd put your links, your adverts, your, your things in the right place. Do you think we should stay away from cheap as well? I think, do you think that's an alarm bell? If a company comes to you and they're like 50 dollars, euros, pounds for 50 links a month or something, um, should we kind of like see that as a, as a problem?
1: Uh, potentially. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Like it depends on where's the company located. Yeah. Um, so if it's a company that in your example is in the UK and they're saying, I'll do that, um, then I would start being suspicious, Yeah. you know, I'd I'd maybe go, okay, well, is this a a young company with one person who's trying to work their way up and they're actually really good and they're just low priced because, you know, they don't have a massive overhead of a, of a huge agency. Yeah okay possibly that's a good thing you know maybe it's somebody who's just trying to b- build their resume and they're actually going to do it and they're really good or they work in another country where they can offer you that that value right like that's a possibility but it is you know definitively a, a point where I would go and eh, what's going on let's <laughs> check this out a little more
0: yeah 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 do you see in the future maybe Links becoming less relevant for your search engine place.
1: Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting question, and you know, I I think I would go back to um, the comment that I was making earlier about like younger generations turning to places like TikTok yeah. and Instagram and and Reddit and other places where they're getting opinions. Yeah. I don't necessarily know that a link itself will have less value, less validity, be less important. I think that where it's shared and who it's shared by Mm. um, are going to be more critical than, than ever. And that if you really want to, let's say, diversify your business and kind of protect things and make sure you're growing... You're going to have to think about it in a much broader way than just, I want a link on this website. You're going to have to think about how do I want to drive traffic to my page or to my website in entirety? And who are the people that can help me do that? And what are the mediums that they work within? And where can I have them, them mention me? Because a link might not necessarily be a, you know a link on google anymore or, or sure. whatever we think yeah, of yeah, yeah it could be in the comments in um you know a tiktok video it could be that it's actually mentioned in the tiktok yeah. video and interestingly enough you know tiktok is growing to the point where there can be a lot more information there and content creators are probably going to be able to put you know a wealth of links and connections and meta tagging and all kinds of stuff into these videos it's already happening right and and have you be able to to go off to a website or open it up in a secondary window if you happen to be on a desktop or a laptop or whatever um and and go to those pages so and then you know couple that with voice search too, sure. right? Yeah, like, yeah. are you going to be able to ask your your smart device in your home, hey, whatever your name is, um, can you, what's the best XYZ? And you, you need to figure out how to get that link uh, as well. And it, I, th- I think there's all kinds of new and different, challenging ways that people have to start thinking about this.
0: Yeah, I think it's good in a way as well because I think a, a lot of folks, and myself included, have kind of been being guilty over, say, the last ten years of relying too much on Google. It's like eggs in one basket. Like maybe eighty percent of you, of your business, comes from uh, either organic or paid search, and 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 you've ignored other channels. Um, for, for quite a long time. And I think the diversity of it is, is going to be quite good, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, couldn't yeah. agree more. Yeah,
0: brilliant. Matt, I could talk about links forever because they're a nightmare. Yeah. Um, wh- where where can we find you? Where's your website, social media bits? Yeah, yeah, the,
1: the two easiest places to, to find me and find Nimble Gravity are at the Nimble Gravity website. So um, just like it sounds, the word nimble and the word gravity together cool. at .com. Uh, and then the other place that people can follow me directly is LinkedIn. Uh, and it's just uh, Matt Ranta on LinkedIn and uh, happy to, to follow and connect with folks there.
0: Fantastic. What well, I'll do, I'll leave some links in the show notes and folks can just tap away uh, on Great. those. Uh, brilliant. Thanks for your time, Matt. Much appreciated.
1: Hey, John, great conversation. Thanks so much for having me on the podcast. I really appreciate it.
0: Thanks again to Matt for his time. Don't forget to check out the links in the show notes. If you've enjoyed the episode, you can subscribe for more on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your favorite podcast player. Just search for Not Another Marketing Podcast. Thanks for listening.